0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 887, With Love, You Don't Need Forgiveness, by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of ORD. I am your host, Greg Audino. Very happy to have you here today as we ring in another episode of the podcast on which I narrate to you from different relationship content from all across the globe. And today, we've got a fresh new perspective on forgiveness coming from Veronica Tugaleva, one of our regular contributors. She's going to talk to us about how forgiveness is not necessary in love and what we can do to harvest a real sense of love and make it so. So, let's get right into her post and start optimizing your life. With love, you don't need forgiveness, by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org. Quote, you cannot forgive a person unless you have first condemned him," End quote "That's by Maxwell Maltz. "Forgiveness is a common prescription. How many gurus, experts, and teachers have told you to practice daily forgiveness? How many times have you heard that you should forgive those who have hurt you in the past, as well as in the past five minutes? To forgive is said to be divine. To forgive every day is supposedly the road to happiness. Forgiveness, however, does not translate well into a daily practice. Imagine reliving painful moments, crying and sitting through your worst triggers every single day of your life. That would be exhausting. Ultimately, forgiveness is like an antibiotic. It should be taken as a last resort. The first resort is prevention. Imagine what would happen if your first instinct was to relate to people in a way that rendered all forgiveness completely unnecessary. Forgiveness, by definition, is the act of giving pardon. Would you forgive a butterfly for flying? Would you forgive a cloud for raining on you, a child for crying? Of course not. There is no need to forgive these things because you sense no wrongdoing. You have not made any judgment that forgiveness needs to erase. When I first began my journey of self-revelation, I started forgiving people from my past. I'd been holding intense resentment against anyone and everyone who had hurt me in any way, big or little. Forgiving people by the dozen felt like removing giant stones from my chest. Forgiveness seemed to me, at the time, a miracle. Then, I came to forgiving those who were close to me. I still remember the first time I sat with my family after I thought I'd become a completely different person. I still remember my shame as the same old anger grew intensely and uncontrollably within me. You know the feeling. Every word, every insult, every look was too much to bear. My face reddened, my heart sped, and my hands tingled. Suddenly, all of that forgiveness talk went right out the window. After I calmed down, or more accurately, after I left town, I could forgive. Miles away, it was easy. Still, I felt ashamed of my reaction. I promised myself I would do better. I didn't. Visit after visit, I would reach my breaking point. I was ready to tear my hair out. I could forgive everyone else. What was I doing wrong? Eventually, I found the flaw in my thinking. I kept assuming there was something to forgive. For me to forgive, I had to first judge what was being said or done to me as wrong, offensive, or hurtful. Then, I had to become upset think of other situations when I'd felt upset like that, start to feel helpless, tense up, become irritated, brood, and so on. I had to go through that process until I reached my boiling point. Then, and only then, I could practice forgiveness. If I never went there, there would be nothing to forgive. Looking at people through the eyes of unconditional love, there's nothing to forgive because no one wrongs me. I judge no one as having done wrong to myself or otherwise. The so-called toxic people that live all around me are like fish out of water. They are lacking in a basic life necessity, so they are struggling to stay alive. They hurt because they are hurt. Ultimately, however, it has been and always will be my choice to take their actions personally. This is the difference in perception. That you experience when you see through someone's external form into what lies inside. When you first see your friend, your enemy, and yourself as the same, that is love. When you can recognize the common element between those three people, then you know love. And with love, there is no need for forgiveness. Of course, learning to see people through the eyes of unconditional love takes time and practice and we cannot expect ourselves to do it in every situation. Of course, we will slip up. I do all the time. But the point is that if we choose love again and again, soon enough, forgiveness becomes less necessary. We judge less and less. If you are suffering from resentment for someone, why not try taking a different look at the one who you believe has wronged you? Ask yourself, does this person have enough love in his or her life? In what way were their actions symptoms of his or her own suffering? Instead of seek to pardon, seek to understand. When you see your enemy's actions and words as completely reasonable byproducts of his or her livelihood and experiences, then you do not need to forgive. You will have simply withdrawn judgment and added love. You just listened to the post titled, With love, you don't need forgiveness by Veronica Tugaleva of Veronica.org. I really enjoy this post from Veronica, a really unique and truthful approach to the concept of forgiveness. What a wonderful state to be in if we were able to not take the acts of others personally and thus not need to forgive. Wow. It's something that is very challenging to do, and we can't necessarily get there with the snap of a finger now that we've heard this episode illuminating us on the possibilities of it. Uh, So, My advice would be to get there on your own terms. So if unconditional love sounds like too much, see it instead as people acting in certain ways based on their past hurts, as she said, the same way that you have and the same way that we all do. Or ask yourself what some of the things they say might have to do with themselves more than with you. These kinds of baby steps that you can tailor to where you're at right now are the key to long-term improvements with forgiveness. So take the steps you need to do today and make forgiveness a last resort in your life in the best possible way. And that'll do it for me, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today until the end. A really poetic and philosophical read today, which we always love, and I hope you feel the same way. We're heading out now, but we will be back tomorrow in 888 with a post from Evan Mark Katz. So don't miss out. Come on back tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.